1: Welcome to Tough Talk Christian Radio. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help take you to the next step in your relationship with Christ. Tough Talk Christian Radio is brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. Now here's your host, Tony Gambone.
0: All right, welcome to the show. My name is Tony Gambone. This is Tough Talk Christian Radio, brought to you live from uh, the Houston Texas area uh, through the Tough Talk Radio Network studios. And first of all, I want to apologize. It's been a little while since I've been on the show. We've had some things going on here in Houston, like an ice storm and uh, well, there's been COVID. and So there's been all kinds of things going on across the country and here in the state of Texas that has well, put our remodeling business in a very busy situation. So I apologize for not uh, being on the show each week like we were in the beginning, but happy to be back doing it now. Got a great guest lined up today, and as all of you know that I do this show in the middle of the week so I get a little bit more Jesus in my life. It allows me to slow down, stop, and take a breather. Of course, I hadn't done that for a couple of weeks with everything going on here, but it is a good opportunity for me to get back to where I need to be on a daily basis, just loving God. So... Uh, Before we get our show started today, I just wanted to talk to everybody about, um, well, some of the things that are going on here in my world. uh, And uh, with a freeze that took place here in the state of Texas, uh, there's a lot of people still without water. Uh, There's a lot of people still without water. Build back of their house, they have holes in their sheetrock, there's sheetrock missing, insulation missing, floors missing. There's just a whole bunch going on. And I can tell you that I've visited about maybe a dozen people, maybe 15, and their life was just turned upside down. And, you know, when our life is turned upside down, we seem to act differently than we do on a normal daily day. And it's understandable. I mean, I'm I'm the top of the list for that kind of thing. But what I wanted to talk about is now that the people here in the Texas area have settled down and gone through the process, and, of course, they're waiting on insurance adjusters, insurance checks, contractors, and, well, no one has seen a plumber in two weeks. And the thing of it is, is what are you doing now to get back to where you were before your whole world got shook up. Uh, here in, in our house, we were out without power for four days. Uh, thank God we had a fireplace and a gas burning uh, a gas stove. We were able to eat, stay warm. And, uh, but there's a lot of people that, that weren't able to. There's a lot of people that uh, had to experience death in their family because of it. So there's a lot of mixed emotions. But I want to invite everyone to take a second, sit down, and remember how blessed you were before that happened and how to remember how thankful you were for those blessings and how to remember that when you spend a little time with God in the morning or the afternoon or the evening, how you can remember things in your life that didn't go the way you planned it and how everything was turned upside down and how how, well, disarrayed or or angry or overwhelmed you were at that time, how you took it out on others, or maybe you just kept it in and took it out on yourself. You need to just take a second and remember the past and how you got through it and know that this here is just one more thing in your life that's going to allow you to see the power of God by the way he works with you. If you allow him to, if you reach out to him, if you ask him for his help, if you just pray, if you allow your neighbor to help you. A lot of people I find want to do everything themselves. Don't keep others from blessing you. Maybe you need to go out and help your neighbor. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to know who your neighbor really is, other than that person that just drives in and out of the garage in the morning and in the evening on the way home from work. So take this opportunity to see the better side of things. And, you know, if you're waiting for your insurance adjuster, well, maybe it's something you want to pray about. You know, it's not an easy gig. But just make sure to put God first. And I believe that you'll have a better way of getting through this. Now, is it going to be perfect and easy? Well, unfortunately, no. But could it be better than it is right now? Absolutely. And could it be worse? God, I hope not. For the people that lost people in their lives, and the people that are still struggling through it, I hope every day gets better for you and we'll be praying for you. So let me just, uh, before we take a little short break here and, and get to our guest, who, by the way, I'm very excited about. Uh, she's uh, an empowerment coach and an author. And she's written a book that that's called Second Chances: How I Turned Hate into Love and Found My Purpose. And I don't know about people out there, but myself, I can tell you every day I pray that that my anger turns into love through God's help. So this is going to be a great interview. But if you want to call into the show, you can dial in 347-989-1363 uh, just to listen. If you're jumping in the car and you want to just play it through your radio, you just dial it in on your phone and plug it in. Or you can press 1 and get a chance to ask questions to our guest today. You could also become a guest by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com and selecting the next available date that, uh, that there's availability for an interview and meet your schedule and bring your message. I really believe, and one of the reasons why I do this show, is because I think God put us all here on earth to share our testimony to help others get through their process. And I just know that uh, we're blessed because every year we get to tell a little bit more. So, once again, 347-989-1363 is the dial-in number. Uh, press 1 if you want to ask a question. Toughtalkchristianradio.com and select the button that says register to be a guest and you can be a guest on the show. Check out Tough Talk Christian, I'm sorry, toughtalkradionetwork.com. There's other shows on this, on this uh, network as well. And uh, we're going to just take a real short break and when we come back, We're going to bring up our guests, so stay tuned.
1: Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Just Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org.
0: All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Tony Gambone, and if you missed the beginning of the show, no worries. This will be posted up on the Tough Talk Radio Network Facebook page as well Listen to the recording Uh, As I mentioned in the beginning We have a great guest today A young lady by the name of Lori Herbers And she is an empowerment coach And an author And excited about her book uh, Called Second Chances How she turned hate Into love and found my purpose So without wasting any time I want to welcome Lori to the show Lori, welcome
1: Hi Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, It's my pleasure. I'm always blessed to be able to talk to people uh, around the world and across the country that have done things and put it into writing and sharing it with the others. I just get really excited about that. So before we get too far, what I'd like to do is let people know where you're calling in from and where you're from originally.
1: I am actually currently in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, But I grew up in Wisconsin.
0: Mm -hmm. did you get to
1: Kansas? (laughs) Oh, that's a crazy story. Yeah, I followed a boy a long time ago to Kansas. Yeah, years ago. And then I ended up having, I actually did sheet metal assembly. Pretty good pay. Had a daughter. Yeah. Messed up a bunch of my life. (laughs) Really. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now the reason I'm in Lawrence is she's in college. So we both came up here.
0: Well, that's, that's awesome. Uh, now, I want to, you know, uh, you said that you worked with sheet metal. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I was a sheet metal assembler for almost a decade. It was crazy, yeah.
0: Okay, and so here's the big question. Now you're a coach, an empowerment coach. So let's talk a little bit about that journey. What took you from doing that to where you are today? And then we'll talk about why you decided to write a book.
1: Um, sheet metal, I think I was just really good with my hands. I think I got that from my grandfather. Um, and because of my background, I grew up in abuse and I really didn't think much about what I was doing or why I really had a belief that I was unlovable and unworthy. And so I never really considered why I was taking jobs. I would just take a job because you don't have to pay bills. Um, but as I did sheet metal, I could do it in my sleep. I was literally so bored. That um, I decided. Well, you know what? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a supervisor. I want to do something different. Be more challenged. Um, and but to be one, you have to have a. You had to have a bachelor's degree. I don't know if it's still like that, but back then you had to have a bachelor's degree. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get a degree so that I can move up. Well, I was working on my associates in business, and it turns out I'm really allergic to fiberglass. <laughs> so I got really sick working there. And my daughter by then was like, I don't know, six or seven. And trying to get her to school, and we and worked really early hours, which then led me to, I left that job, and was just kind of volunteering in my daughter's school, and it was a crazy, God puts us in these amazing situations, so it just happened to be that the school that she was at, the principal was my friend's mom, and so she's like, hey mom, Lori's looking for a job, she came and pulled me out of the room to take me to the principal's office, and was like, you want a job? And I'm like, okay, and I love doing education, so actually my background's in education, so I was teaching, but then also as my journey was going forward, um, I got tired of hating myself. I was tired of feeling bad, and my dad passed away suddenly, and I went through a divorce all at the same time, and so I had to decide in that moment, because the one thing I always wanted in my entire life was just to hear my dad tell me that he loved me, and then he passed away. And so I sat there with the realization that I hated everything about my life. My life was nothing like I wanted. I thought I was stuck. I thought this was all there was ever going to be. And all uh, the one thing I wanted, I could never have because he was gone. And it catapulted me on a journey because I was like, I don't want to be like this. Like I literally went out into a storm and was yelling at God and I was blaming him for everything because he, and, and that's the crazy thing. Like God had always been in my life. I don't remember a moment that I didn't have him or I didn't believe in him. And I remember it was storming out really bad, and I went out in the storm, and I'm yelling at him because I'm so angry, and I'm in so much pain, and I was carrying all of that. The weight of the words that my dad gave me that that became my truth, I couldn't hold on to him anymore. It was too heavy for me, and I yelled at God, and I asked him why he hated me, and his response was, why do you hate you? And I just literally stopped. Like, I was sobbing. I completely stopped sobbing and everything because I was like, the truth just settled in my heart, and I knew, you're right. I hate me. And so like, how do you come back from that? And so I really, yeah, I started journaling with him, not just journaling, but listening and saying, okay, God, what do you want me to know? And for like, some people would tell me like, how long to take it out of your dad? And I was like, I think I cried every night for a year. I did everything I needed to do during the day because I had a daughter and I had a job and I was going to school and I would keep it together all day. But as soon as I got alone in my room with God, I would cry, and he would pull out just little bits, all the stuff that I shoved in, and he'd pull out a piece, and he's like, let's look at this piece, and he would heal me, and I slowly, you know, journaled my way with him out of all that pain, and crazy things, because he just brings things to us, because I remember thinking, man, I want to be a coach, I wonder how to be a coach, and the next day I got an email about a coaching program, I'm like, well, there you go, and so I did a coaching program, and the, the best part of that program wasn't so much even that it was teaching me to help others but the first half of it was healing myself and so I learned all of these things about myself and how to help other people and just sought love with all that I am because I didn't think I could have it but the truth is we already have it we come from love everything out there everything you see before you is from love and there's an energy that you can tap into and that's what really got me into helping other people because I laid there for like a month straight every morning just basking in this love and telling God, like, I want everyone to know what this feels like. I want them to know they don't have to carry guilt and shame and anger and all of that pain anymore. They can stand here with you in this amazing place. And finally it took like a month of him like, hello, start talking. <laughs> Cause he'd been telling me for years. I can't even remember when my daughter was eight and she, and she was like, are you writing your book? Cause God told you to write your book. Are you writing? I was like, uh, <laughs> coming from an eight year old. Um, so, yeah, I just, the whole book was my way of telling people, like, there's so much more than all of this pain that you have. You can let it go.
0: Well, I'm looking on your website, and uh, for those out there listening, it's soullovelegacy.com, and they can find it on Facebook page as well, on Tough Talk Radio Network Facebook page. Um But it. It has a spot there where you actually even give some free training. And then, of course, you know, they can move up to uh, other levels of training. Um, But is this all done online? I guess now with COVID, it's more so than before. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, pretty much everything. Um, A lot of clients either will meet on Zoom or just a phone call. Yeah. I honestly don't think I've had anyone in the state of Kansas that I've worked with, now that I think about it.
0: yeah well it's funny you say that when uh when i was doing a lot more speaking um you know i was uh, i was worried about different things and how people from locally didn't pay attention to me as much as they did uh you know nationally or even people that i interviewed around the world and uh then i read a part where jesus wasn't recognized in his own town either so i Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of felt a little bit better about that it's it's crazy. He puts us where we need to be when we need to be there, whether we want to be there or not. So um, I, I like the idea that, that you don't teach anybody in Kansas yet. So do you, have you traveled outside the state to speak to other groups?
1: I have not because this kind of happened really fast. I think I was in denial for a long time because I can remember, oh, my gosh, it was probably a decade ago when God was telling me that I was going to stand on a stage and, and speak and I was like yeah that's not gonna happen (laughs) just couldn't picture it but um he's always got plans in motion that you know I was either get on board or he's gonna just run me over with it I kind of feel like sometimes um but then COVID hit it wasn't really I think until I did the coaching program that I really thought you know what this is what I'm meant to be doing it's how I felt my purpose was in all the pain um it wasn't until I accepted and embraced all that I am, which includes all of those pieces that I always wanted to get rid of, that I realized I've been doing this my whole life. Before I even realized what I was doing, I have always, I've always been the girl that everyone came to, even back in high school. Um, that when they were hurting, I was the one they came to talk to. I was. God has always been speaking through me. I just didn't realize He had a bigger plan than just you know, in passing. I guess you could say. Um, it really wasn't until this last year. I think COVID kind of kicked me into gear a little bit because I had time to kick back and be like, Hmm, I have all this time. Cause everybody shut up. And this is when I wrote my book. Um, it seems like just write it. There's so much, it's so funny how we gain so much clarity when we get things out of us, when you actually pull it out and we can look at it. And my book basically is me doing that is, you know, well, I even found a repressed memory as I wrote the book. I was like, you're gonna, this is good for you, and it's good for others. And I'm like, okay. And, yeah, and I found a repressed memory that I had. And it was it, I don't know, it's so crazy to think about, but he's got magic in weird ways.
0: Yeah. I would say he has a funny sense of humor. Uh, oh, he does. <laughs> I'm not always laughing yeah. at the time, but uh, yes, ma'am. So um, it, you you wrote your book, and you were speaking about how that helped you uh, so much is by journaling and getting things down on paper, and I have found that uh, I've, I've written a few books, and the more I write, um, the better I feel about what I didn't like about myself before. And uh, uh, as, as I move forward, I, I kept wanting to write another book, and then I just I kind of slowed down and stopped on all that. But I understand that you're writing another book is, is is it in line with the one that you wrote or is it completely different
1: I would say it is in line with it my the first book is really telling my story and inspiring other people to realize it doesn't matter what yesterday looks like you can change today and the days coming forward um, this book I'm writing now is basically how I did it here's how you can do this too so yeah it's in line with it but it's a more of a how-to than a, my story.
0: Well, so if people want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Can you give them your contact information? Or now that they're starting to open states back up, maybe uh, they can get you to come out and speak to different groups of people.
1: Um, yeah, I think the fastest way is through either my website, the so Love Legacy, or Facebook, Messenger, email. My email is just so legacy at com. I try to keep everything simple. Everything's so love legacy. If you want to find me, it's the way to go.
0: Good deal. Good deal. Now, you know, we know that time goes quickly on these shows, but I want to ask you a couple of things. So, uh, your daughter's in college. You mm-hmm. have had, as I read your bio, um, Maybe maybe a, a little bit of a harder upbringing than some others, um, uh, but how did you, moving forward, having your daughter, how did you use what you didn't like to help you with what might be better for her?
1: Um, honestly, when I was pregnant with her, like, I was so afraid to be abusive because... Now that's in you. Once you've had it, you know, it's like there's an energy exchange from parent to child and so forth. Um, and so I always tried to always tell her that she was beautiful and amazing and I loved her every single day and that she could do anything she wanted. But the craziest piece of that is I was still on my journey when she was younger. And so I've had to apologize a few times I'm sorry, I wasn't me then. And I literally, as I went through all of these coaching programs and on my journey, and she knew I was doing it, but she didn't know exactly what I was doing. She came to me one day and was like, you're different. She could feel that love frequency because you literally can step into God's love and work from that space. And she could literally feel it. She's like, I've been telling my friends that you're different. And it opened her up. Like she's telling me all these stories that I, she probably would have never opened up to that. When you're standing in God's love, there is zero judgment and there's no condemnation and you have compassion and understanding and the ability to, basically take yourself out of the equation and actually hear what the other person is saying, because she would even tell me stuff that I did where if I wanted to be in that love bubble, I could go down that rabbit hole of shame and guilt. Oh my gosh, I was a horrible mother, but that zero judgment, I'm, I'm able to look at her and say, okay, I hear what you're saying. And I wasn't the same person. I'm like, she knows I'm not that same person anymore, which also shows her that, you know, you can change and you can grow and you can, Stand in this amazing love. I actually just helped her last night with a. She's doing computer programming, and she couldn't get something to work. And I literally just stood in her room, and pictured myself sitting on the bench holding Jesus' hand, and just filled her room with love. And then she figured it out. It's so amazing because there's so much knowledge and wisdom and just God's love. I think I went mm. off track there, but <laughs> <Love that. laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no, that's
0: that's awesome because I really believe that as a parent.
1: It's one of the
0: hardest things is to set the example for our children. I mean, we can use words like crazy, but setting the example, actually doing different things, that allow them to see a difference and make them understand that you are different without you explaining it to them. I think that's mm-hmm. what it's all about and that that's just awesome. Now, is that something you teach in your program?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that fullness of love is basically, I think it's like two things that I really work with, mostly, is one, dealing with all of the things that you've shoved down, all the triggers and all of that. But twofold, what makes it different is when you understand your self-worth and view yourself the way that God loves you and you're able to love in God's love, that is the catalyst. Love is the catalyst to everything. And so, yeah, that's what I bring forth is teaching people how to really step into their own brilliance because we're all here. There's some of God breathed into us to live our purpose that is different than anyone else's. And to understand that and to be able to step into your own brilliance, that changes everything.
0: I like that. You know, we are going through probably one of the most difficult Well, I I guess we're just finishing up with one of the most difficult years in my 65 years of life. And so when you look at COVID, uh, when you look at social media, when you look at the way people have turned out to be, maybe, uh, you know, people that if you don't agree with them, they'll just cancel you out. You're not in their life anymore. Maybe you just know others that have, and through different things, what piece of advice, what piece of information can you leave them with that might help them get through this process that we are now experiencing with the virus and hatred?
1: I would say that understanding how powerful that your own mind is and being able to, like I said, Embrace all of your pieces. Embrace who you are because everything is connected. Everything God created, all of creation, like a giant cosmic puzzle. And as much as some people are going you know, to the left, there's just as many people that this past year have gone inward and have learned to understand themselves and dug into being with God and really understand that he's in control of everything and that there's moments where it's okay for us to not understand where things are going, but The key is to understand that God does and to allow him to do what he does and get out of our own way sometimes. (laughs) Even though we don't understand, we don't see, we trust that even when we take a step, we're not going to fall. God's got a hold of us all the time. We're not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. So no matter what it looks and feels like, sometimes what we see and feel aren't always accurate. Somebody's got to kind of yeah. understand, we've got to ask yourself, why do we even feel this way? Is this, our emotions and feelings is really more so about telling us something that we need to know? But if we don't, we can do why. If we don't take a step back and go, why do I think that? Why do I feel this way? You tend to go down what I call the rabbit hole. You just keep going down, 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 down. And so, this whole year has really made it hard for some people because they use getting out and working and running from their problems to escape, There's almost like an escape. but being locked in, you can't escape. <laughs> God's asking you to just look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just look yeah, I yeah, I
0: agree. I think that uh, it's powerful understanding your own mind, uh, deciding whether your feelings are facts or fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, trying to love on to your net. You know, the book says to love thy neighbor like thyself, and uh, probably one of the hardest struggles I'm seeing out there. And you, I just always tell people uh, I talk about mostly w- what I struggle with as well. And as you were writing your book, you understood the value of, you know, uh, of well that saying: if you want to learn something, teach it. So mm-hmm. uh, it's really powerful. And I find that when we reach uh, out and we uh, recognize that God is in control and we live in His love, He. Uh, he heals us, which allows us to to uh, learn more about ourselves, and then it allows us to have the confidence to share it. And then the next thing you know, we're helping others get there as well. So I, I think it's pretty mm-hmm. powerful. Uh, it's unfortunate that we don't all get there at the same time, but well, you know, uh, it is of.
1: what it is. Yeah, I truly believe exactly. you're right where you need to be when you need to. And I think the best thing that I've learned this last year is you cannot give what you do not have. And so I call it a love bucket. So if you're not filling your love bucket, if you're not doing self-care and spending that time in Jesus' love, sit on the bench with him. You can go up there in your mind anytime and sit on a bench with Jesus and just feel his love. Then you can give it. But you can't give it if you don't have it. That's the key that I really learned.
0: You said perfectly. You, you, you just, in order to, uh, to, to, to uh, teach or to feel, you you have to learn, and so you you have to feed yourself so you can feed others. Mm-hmm. You can't give what you don't have. I like that. That's awesome. I, I write these things down, and it allows me to um, pull through my week. Because a lot of times I hear things from my guests that, well, it's God speaking to me through them. So, and that's why I keep doing this show. Anyway, we're running out of time And I apologize, we'll have to have you back on When you bring out your next book And I just, uh, I am very thankful That you took time out today And 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 stayed with us on the show And shared And I want to make sure that Everyone knows that they can find more about you By going to Soullovelegacy.com They can get your book on Amazon Or right off your website uh, And the name of the book Uh is Second Chances, How I Turned Hate Into Love and Found My Purpose. So make sure to check that out. And I just hope that you have a blessed week and and that you'll come back and share your new book with us.
1: Oh, I definitely will. And you have an awesome week, too.
0: All right. Thank you very much for your time. And we'll talk soon. Folks, I am going to take a short break, come back and close out the show. So we'll be right back right after this here short message Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. All Things Franchising is the radio show that you've been waiting for. Whether you're looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle by growing your business, allowing you to experience some of the fun things in life, or if you are looking to build a legacy, that will support your family for years to come. Linda Biastetos is your host on All Things Franchising, where she interviews franchise experts from around the world. We feature top franchisers, franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, as well as others who support this fast-growing business model. Go to our Facebook and Twitter pages to listen to past shows and join the conversations on All Things Franchising. Welcome back. My name is Tony Gambon with an awesome interview today with Louie Herbers, and she's out of uh, the Kansas area right now. And you can find out more about her by going to soullovelegacy.com. And you can check out her book, Second Chances How I Turned Hate into Love and Found My Purpose. And in today's world, folks, that's huge. We really need to be more a part of that. And some of the things that she said. Uh, she was leaving the show uh, I wrote down and I want to just repeat it So everybody can maybe write it down And maybe live a little bit of it today Understand in your own mind Know that God is in control of everything And you cannot You. I want to repeat this You cannot give what you don't have So start feeding yourself With with a little bit of love from Jesus My name is Tony Gambone I'm here every Wednesday From 1130 to, to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Tough Talk Christian Radio here brought to you through the Tough Talk Radio Network. Make sure to join us next week. I hope everyone has a blessed week.
1: You have been listening to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone, brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. A special thanks to all of our sponsors. If you'd like to be a sponsor or a guest, please visit toughtalkradionetwork.com for more information.